This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up guys, welcome to the Geekscape Picnic. Uh, this is episode 96 of Geekscape, the movies, video games, and comic book podcast where every week your host, that's me, Jonathan London, sits down with a co-host uh, and talks about the latest week in news interviews. Uh, this is Ralph Foppel over here. He's been uh, your, your third time on the show as a co-host. You've been on yeah. some of the shows, like the Picnic Show and the and Comic-Con, the Comic-Con show. show. But um, you... Uh, You've been okay. You've been all right, right? Yeah. Okay. You yeah. were you were depressed that we actually didn't have a Geekscape picnic yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to postpone the Geekscape picnic that I've been pumping up for two weeks uh, because I got a gig about two weeks ago. I didn't know if it was going to uh, interrupt the picnic. I, mm-hmm. I, I was on course of the picnic, and then it turns out that we had to start casting this weekend mm-hmm. if we're going to keep our shoot dates. So I, yeah. I, sp- I spent this whole weekend casting. And I think it's a good thing because for those of you who read the news, Southern California, the weekend of this taping has been basically on fire. Yeah, <laughs> in my, in my fire. neck of the woods. Yeah, in, in Orange um, County near you. Uh, really near me, like a mile away from In me. Anaheim Hills and Yorba Linda. Yeah. Uh, that place is on fire. I know some people who may have lost their homes. Mm-hmm. But um, in, uh, north of us in, in the San Fernando Valley, there's fires. No. And what it... What happens is you got we've got fires south of Los Angeles, like southeast of Los Angeles and northwest of Los Angeles, and Los Angeles is just ash. Like I walked out of my uh, apartment this morning, and there's just ash all over everybody's yeah. car, you know. And the breathing quality, the air quality is horrible. Yeah. So we would have so business we, as usual. We, we would have died at the picnic. The picnic. Yeah. My, my casting to uh, yesterday saved people's lives. Because you yeah. got to think about some of the geekscapers. A lot of them have breathing problems to deal with. <laughs> yes, that's you know, true. Asthmatic or, or uh, on the road to diabetes. Um, heavy breathers, heart problems, you know. Yanks. 
And, and would you guys really want the pugs there? Hank and Cheese already have breathing problems. No, they, they would have. That would not have been good for them. It's so cute when they wheeze, though. They, they wheeze all the time. It's so adorable. I'm not exactly gonna put them in basically fucking Dante's Peak. All right. <laughs> <laughs> There's ash everywhere. That's what um, I think of every time I think of ash coming down Dante's Peak. So. Really sorry that the picnic is. Uh, we're gonna end up postponing it all the way to the spring because what I'm sh- doing is we're shooting these like th- this mini series for Xbox, and we're shooting I think through the, the first half of December. Okay. And then we're gonna be in post, and then like there's really not a good weekend until like late February to do a picnic because it's like rain season. LA actually, it, when it rains, it only rains in February, and there's flooding and stuff. These awesome fires contribute to flooding, mass flooding. In February and then in March, uh, we'll have ourselves a picnic. But and that's your weekly weather report with Jonathan your, London. That's your meteorological uh, podcast. But there was there Gil- was Gilmore, fires. You, you said there was fires last year. Those were in my pants. Um, <laughs> G- Gilmore, you said uh, that we were thinking about having this Christmas party, though. Well, why don't we just start pu- pumping that up so we can cancel? <laughs> do, do you yeah. think we can do the Christmas party? Like like the kids didn't get the picnic. The kids didn't get the picnic this year. Do you think mid December? Do you think mid December we could do some kind of like the, dude, week, the weekend of the thirteenth, fourteenth, somewhere? Dude, there? no problem. I was thinking, I mean, Christmas party, uh, like trying to get up to like because if you do a party thingy, like a little get together or gauntlet mm-hmm. or something, you could do it indoors anyway. Well, let's do it indoors. Let's film an episode uh-huh. as part of the party with a bunch of peeps. And and let me tell you, uh, because it, it, it's a holiday party and. Uh, Probably the Geekscape 100th episode. Might as well, might as well it might be the 100th might episode. Might as well go 104 and do the two years. Because what I'm telling you right now is this. Oh, that's a good idea. You ready for this? What? Are you ready for this? What? I've talked to Ben Dunn about it. Uh-huh. Dressed as Santa, you're dressed as an elf. Oh, I'm so down. Yes, I remember what that. What do you think? You dressed as a lumberjack. <laughs> I, I, I'll get working on that. No, um, my favorite is Gilmore Claws. <laughs> The oh, oh, Gilmore, Gilmore Claws. That from last year, that horrific Photoshop he had the, he had that someone the, made. Somebody photoshopped <laughs> you as what was it? I did. He had Photoshop. the tight, he had the tight hat on, which brought his eyes up like it was this. Like a Santa hat. Yeah, yeah it, was it was a Santa, Santa hat, hat made for like. And he's looking down like this. But what I did was I made his eyes bright white, like uh-huh. the whites of his eyes, so yeah. he just looked like a freak. And there's the when they had it was the big craze with the the dick in the box, and they had Gilmore Claws popping out of the Ew. out of the boxes. He, leave, he leaves you special cookies. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny though? Have Gilmore as Santa and then have Dunn as an elf, because it goes <laughs> and, against type. And the rest of us can just show up in pajamas, and be like the children that they rape, terrorize. Jesus. I'm not. I'm not wearing pajamas anywhere near Gilmore Claus. <laughs> Gilmore. Why are you scared of getting yeah. like a little chubby a little bit too much? Because pajamas <laughs> have the least amount of protection for that. The party I proposed sounded like fun. <laughs> that party sounds like. Fucking, that sounds horrible. Uh, but, but yeah, we'll, we'll get it planned. We'll talk about it next week. That'd be awesome. Um, so we've got uh, this movie that just came out, the James Bond movie. You guys know my stance on James Bond. I feel like it's a franchise that needs some reinvigorating. Uh, there was the promise of that with uh, Casino Royale. Casino Royale uh, was great. A lot of you guys liked it. I did not like it. Uh, I feel like you know the Born the Born movies have kind of updated it. You're looking at my... Oh, what do you think? Are you looking at my mic? I think you were a little higher. A little higher? Okay. So, uh, I think that the Bourne movies are great. And it feels like Casino Royale was a, like a response to the Bourne movies. It was like kicking it up a couple notches because now this new boy, Jason Bourne, was on the scene. Uh, but then Casino Royale came back and said, All right, Bourne movies, here's our new James Bond. Yeah. Suck it. Well, it didn't say that... It's, it did not say suck it to me. It said we. we it just sucks <laughs> to me. Casino Royale was 
Fucking. Okay, let me. Let's, let's, let's go. Got, let's go. We got this new movie, Anonymous Solace. It picks up where Casino Royale. Tell me. Tell off. me your complaints with Casino Royale. Okay, I, I think right, to really go th- we're going to go through. Wait, them. Hold we're up, because Ralph is a big Bond fan. I'm a, a huge Bond, Bond fan, fan. And, and we will answer the question as to what uh, right. insecure and sufficient males like in the Bond movies. We'll get to that. Okay. Um, but uh, I, I feel like I can't. I can't disagree. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I, I I feel like the Bond movies are no a Casino formula. Royale. I'm talking about Casino Royale. It was too fucking long. Okay, too fucking long. Okay, okay. that's one. It, it fall- just ADD one. You could. It, okay. it, it, no, no, it's fine. It wasn't ADD. It was a okay, story problem. We've got this, uh, the same formula as any other Bond movies, okay? You ready for this? Okay. You've got two girls, one bad, either or also dead. Okay. okay. You've got the homosexual villain. This, okay. The, the, they actually literalized it in the scene where they're slapping James Bond in the nuts with the okay. sailing rope. Like, okay. That was, you can't get more blatant than that. There's always that feminine kind of gay guy. All right. Uh, there's always gambling. There's always okay. a phallic gun because James Bond has to use his dick to kill the bad guys. Okay. And there's always the the, the car chase sequence. Find me a non-phallic. Okay. Gun. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go through. I'm gonna try to go through these, these but, but, step by step. And so 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 it's always this um, kind of like male fantasy about eliminating the gay threat, uh, <laughs> having as many women as possible, right, and not okay. having to actually have responsibility for any of them. Okay. You know what I mean? So you just layer seat anyway. The chick's gonna be dead, uh, and then you have to yeah, and then and then you're right. just super powered regardless well, of the fact that it's now, just completely unrealistic. Now, and let the audience know: Did you see Quantum of Solace? I did not want to go see. Okay, Quantum I did see Quantum of Solace. Okay, so please tell did. me. So in here's your what I'm gonna go through. This is what I'm gonna. This is what I'm gonna do for you, sir. First point: You said it was too long. Casino Royale is too long. In this one, I this hear is, is the shortest. It's the shortest Bond film in its 40 year franchise. I may rent that. It's. It's it's okay. it's a minute shorter than Goldfinger. Okay. Um, it strays away from the formula. How, in in what ways? Without ruining the story. And then um, it's kind of bad. It only it has three girls now. There there are. There are two. I girls. would I would say one and a half girls. Okay. There's the there's the main girl, who, he doesn't sleep with. Who gives okay. a shit about that character, by the way? And then and then. I'm gonna be a tag team. Is that your half? And then the half is the uh, is a girl who's in the movie for like a total of what two minutes? Yeah, the highlight of it. Okay, Gilmore also. You think saw this you movie think that the the field story was the highlight? Dude, what about the scene at the opera? Dude, that scene yeah. was badass. With yeah, Bond was, with the earpiece calling all those people so out. So much. Like there was no story. There was little to no story. What? In There's no story in the Bond movie? Yeah. No, but here's the thing. Casino Royale, I think, broke that formula that you're talking about, and that it basically had Bond, okay, and don't he get wasn't, crazy with and, he, and he wasn't this debonair. Get out of my face, um, Hey, hey, you have about five seconds to get the fuck out of my voice. face. Just speak hot louder like you always do. The um, audience loves it when you talk. But um, anyways. So it really broke the formula because one, it doesn't have Bond as this debonair guy. It has Bond as a guy who's like going from moment That's to moment. That's not like Jason Bourne, and then he's just what? Like Jason Bourne. Yes. Okay. Like I'm saying, it was a response, but it's cool because it. Add, I, I thought it was going to, but with this second movie, it didn't. But what Casino Royale almost did for me was it added a layer to James Bond, um, saying that like he was beaten like emotionally into no. being like this debonair guy who has to dismiss every woman as just disposable because you know this first bond chick who just did like a mm-hmm. lot of the other ones you know like she betrayed him he fell for her and this was where he's learning his lessons you know which is why casino royale was so awesome and like yeah. he doesn't order the drinks like he usually does i think does, i think that, that but stuff. i you think enjoyed, casino you, royale you I th- th- it adds a layer to the bond you enjoyed both of them yeah i think the casino royale is more 
towards the Bond formula than this film was. T- tell me about this film because because uh, um, we're going down a list of how it breaks formula. You first of all, short. first of all, it's a dir- it's a short film. It's the okay. shortest Bond film of the entire the, franchise. The, the ladies, there's two of them, but whatever. But one of them is just kind of a total throw off. Okay, character. the villain is a French actor. The so villain he's gay. is a French actor. He's straight because the other girl, but he's French. the he's girl gay. from Hitman. Is his is his girlfriend? Yeah, but all those dudes are married to hot chicks and have hot chicks around them. They're still fucking gay. Okay. Hot chicks are their beards. Hot chicks are totally their beards. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's face it. Um, w- does he drive a car in this movie? He does drive a oh, car. Okay, weird. Uh, does he shoot a gun? Yeah, but in this so movie? does everyone oh, drives okay. a car in a weird. movie. So, Unless you're um, Luke Skywalker. But is there a car chase in this sequence? Like a car chase or maybe some mountains? It's maybe what the first two minutes yes, of the movie there is a car chase and cool. it's at the beginning and it's let's horrible. just start knocking off the formulas here <laughs> is there any way in which this breaks formula because I really like Mark Forster I love mm. all of his movies he I was excited up. about the idea that he was going to do a, <laughs> uh, a Bond movie but, but Gilmore why are you saying he fucked up because you're because my guest no why would why did, why say did he? that he fucked up um, I, I wouldn't say he fucked up I think between the producers and they're trying to um, shoehorn a Bond movie into to it to like redo the whole franchise. Um, I think he just made it way too artsy fartsy. So he's trying to do something he's, new. But he tried. You know, he do, tried to make. He's trying to do something that Jonathan would find interesting. How is it artsy? No, fartsy, artsy, fartsy. fartsy. How is it artsy? Meaning fartsy? the intercutting with the with the horse races and Bond's foot chase. Yeah. The uh, the performance of the opera, it's, so it, it's playing it do, the opera music instead help, help of understand showing this. the shootout. Help me understand this. Are there it's parts? It's not artsy, but it's artsy farts. Help me understand what you're talking about because I didn't see the movie. There, there are parts where it takes like artistic licenses yeah. and does some experimental stuff. Brian's shaking his head. It makes, like, we need well, a mirror. Can we gla- get a mirror right here? Remember Gladiator? So we can see remember that Remember the guy? most annoying parts of the action in Gladiator? Where he's flashing back to his family? Uh, no, of the fighting. Oh, where it's just part. everything's way too close. It's not wide enough, so you can't tell exactly what's going on. Everything's really fast paced. There's a lot of fast cutting. Are you it's talking just, about the a, shutter? It's like the born. Are you like, talking about the like low born. shutter angle? The, the, the low shutter speed? Where it's like flickery? Oh, and no, no, no. I'm talking about where like you'll see the side of a car during a car chase instead of like a wide angle of what both cars oh, okay. are doing. Yeah. Um, and but that's one of the things I think, you know. That's what the, Casino Royale didn't you've have. Seen it, so you've cool. seen like it. There's tw- this is a 20 second Bond film. We've seen 21 of them already. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might as well, we've seen all the car chases we need to see. You know, it's, I'm hearing it's, that instead, the of, instead of instead of instead of comparing it, no, I'm not. I'm not. You know, it was the movie mediocre because I'm hearing that it's mediocre. I love the movie. Okay, it's very mediocre. Did you love it the and, same way that you love Cloverfield? Um, no, because that's a different side to me. It's the giant monsters different than James Bond. Okay, I, we've uh, seen all the car chases. You're saying. Yeah, yeah, we've seen all the car chases. This is a different take on it. It's like it's like having different artists for you know different comics. This they brought on this director for a specific mm-hmm. reason, and this is his vision of what a James Bond movie could be. But then why would they bring a director that's not an action director into the most action heavy movie I've seen in years? Was it action heavy? There's nothing to, but to action. bring nothing to action. bring something Na- new. Why get this? Why get the same? Action director, why get Martin Campbell for a third time to do this exact same thing? Because you can. The fans want new stuff. Because if you're if you're get if you're. Do you have speak so for the fans? I, I speak for the for okay. the hardcore bonfire. I, I speak and for I'm, the trees. I'm actually. I speak for the, I speak for the trees. I'm I'm, I'm actually like probably the, uh, in the minority. I don't think a lot of the Bond fans actually dug this movie as much as I'm I. I'm like the Lorax. And, and it's the funny thing Let is. Ralph speak. <laughs> How funny you say that. 
I'm telling you, get a mirror right here <laughs> and, and just angle it right at his face just so, so he's Gilmore always behind us. So be like the third us. guest? Yeah. It's fucking creepy as shit. It's in the middle all small. <laughs> the only way I would put a mirror <laughs> like, like there... A, like a devil over the your only, The only way I'd put a mirror there and aim it at you is in the hopes that your soul is trapped inside. <laughs> <laughs> and then I shatter it in like Evil Dead 2, or like Army of Darkness, he comes a out and there's like seven of them. Jumping down your throat. trying to stab me in the foot with a fork. Where like Gulliver's travels you. The idea that he could get smaller horrifies me because then he can hide in my shoe <laughs> so he hides in my shoe I put my shoes on bites my bites my toe ah Gilmore you bastard I'm hungry I'm hungry uh, n- knowing that I don't like the James Bond movies uh, I got a new manager for my screenwriting okay and, and I had to sub- right. and I had to submit screenwriting uh, screenplay ideas for her I would like you guys to know because you've been following this idea for as long as I've been doing the show 007 was one of the ideas I wrote down and submitted to her so maybe may very soon be writing my Louis Guzman as James Bond script in seriousness. Right now, Big Yanks is calling his agent, planning on an audition. <laughs> you would have to play like a pineapple in that script, you know, like somebody who who like who like hides like disguises in a cactus. Like as ridiculous as James Bond movies are, I would think that a Mexican take on a James Bond movie would have like gadgets that were like Mexicany. You, you, could know, have, like, leaf bubbling, you could have like a leaf bubbling blower. immigration guy trying to like, leaf, leaf blower, leaf blower, leaf blowing missile launcher, awesome. or uh, or it I, shoots I was, oranges. Thinking, I was thinking you could just, you could just hide like a cactus so and be like, "Ben Baka." <laughs> <laughs> he walks over there. In Moonraker, they had the uh, they had this. It looked like what was the guy in the siesta with the sombrero, and Dude. he had the he had the uh, poncho over, and then it split open and it was a machine gun inside. Oh, I gotta tell you, in all honesty. As much as I talk about the Bond movies, I fucking loved that octopusy shit because that's the most ridiculous one ever. He, he, he dresses as a clown. He, well, he dresses as a clown. He gets in a uh, he gets in a submarine that's shaped like an alligator. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm over here. And that, there's the silver. There's the Coors Light silver bullet playing that, in the back of that horse's ass. That, that, comes that up movie it. is is like it's like top secret. It's, it, you remember Top Secret was about Kilmer? favorite Zucker brothers. And I'm thinking, saying that I would pay to see that. I would, yeah. I would pay to see a dude in an alligator submarine. Not so much a Michael Myers style. Well, what, what kind of submarine was Double Siete being? Double Siete. Don't we have more than enough secret agent comedies? No. no. Well, we have Spy no. Hard and then Austin Powers. And, and we got and, uh, uh, Get Smart. We got Get Smart. What else do we got? We got uh, uh, we got the, the Our Man bl- Flint. We got the black one. Oh, what was that one called? Uh, the black one that... that Blank that, Man? No, no, no. It was, it was the one that um, Spike Lee's brother... Uh, oh, Undercover directed. Brother. Undercover Brother. That movie was great. Yeah, I, I liked that one better than Austin Powers. Yeah, and, uh, actually, that was really funny. And now here's the Hispanic version, I think. Pootie Tang. You ever see Pootie Tang? I've seen pieces. Oh, Pootie Tang's whole. What's funny is he starts conversations with girls with that line. <laughs> Have you seen Pootie Tang? <laughs> Excuse me, I, I was just noticing you across the room, and uh, you're looking good tonight. You ever seen Pootie Tang? Pootie Tang is great. Um, that's how I. That's how I talk. Um, so guys. Uh, <laughs> so guys. Got to tell you. Um, we were talking about action directors and directors. Period. Uh, going down the list of news that happened this past week, Joe Johnson has been uh, tagged to direct the Captain America movie. Joe Johnston, for you, Gilmore. Gilmore's drawing a blank. He directed Jurassic Park, Jurassic 3? Park Three, which wasn't great. Indian in the cupboard. It's oh no 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 no! Go, Gilmore, what Gilmore, are you? Gilmore. Are you mad because they took your uh... Gilmore? <laughs> I'm mad because Gilmore. I hate Gilmore. That movie. Gilmore. Okay, let, let, let me bring you back Showcase on track. Gilmore's he also style. did The Rocketeer. Ooh. Okay. He also did October Sky, which I thought was a really good dramatic film. It was. Film. It was very good. Uh, he he does these movies that are uh, kind of 
the way we want to think about the way we want to see America, the way we want to see like the like like the American dream, the way we want to see the golden you age. Watch the, you America, watch like the propaganda stuff from Rocketeer. Yeah, I did imagine Captain America. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. And 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 you know what? I a lot of people didn't like this movie. It kind of came and went. But Hidalgo was a movie that I saw in the theater, and I actually liked it. I showed up for a test screening. It looks really lame. Yeah, I showed up for a test screening of Hellboy back before Hellboy came out, and the theater was already full. So they said, "Okay, we'll give you free tickets to whatever's playing," and we chose Hidalgo, and I actually enjoyed it. Omar Sharif was in it. Um, okay, uh, but I, you know, it's one of these movies that that, that it looks nice. Yeah. Uh, Jurassic Park three wasn't great, but um, was it good? It wasn't. I enjoyed good. it. It I was okay. It. It, it was, was better fun. than two. It was way Didn't better have than some two. Chick doing fucking Are gymnastics. you fucking high? Two's horrible. Two sucks. This two is still better than three. But I gotta tell you, if if it's Joe Johnson who did the Rocketeer, <laughs> it's not true. If if it's Joe Johnson who did the Rocketeer, fifteen years later with everything that he's learned. Doing that kind of movie. Who's to say he's learned though? And hasn't gotten worse. Well, he's Joe Johnson. Uh, let me tell you, the, the rest of stuff. The, like the fucker's been. In, the fucker's been in the. In Wait, the, he just he, did he's Wolfman. Been, did you yeah, mention that? And he did. He's doing this new Wolfman with Benicio del Toro as himself and Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> del Toro as himself. Yeah, he's doing that for Universal. So the dude, you know, we'll, we'll see. But dude, for Captain America, think of think of who they would probably get instead of him. Like, who are the basic like action? Directors that they could throw in in there. Who would you be your dream director for Captain America, guys? You know what, guys? It wasn't. I wasn't really me. I don't want to do a draft. I've seen Spore. <laughs> You've seen oh, dude, Spore's kicks ass. Spore's is. Um, I gotta tell you, the one of these things that happens like when you get like a manager, an agent, something like that. They ask you like what your dream. They want to see the trajectory of your career, where you want yeah. to go. And there aren't that many comic book movies that I would want to do. But but as far as Captain America goes. I think Joe Johnston is a pretty good on the nose choice. Kenneth Branagh for Thor. I don't know if you ever talked about Kenneth Branagh doing Thor. Director? Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, he, he's he, playing he, Thor. No, Kenneth Branagh was He'd asked, be able to do the Thor speak pretty Kenneth well. Kenneth Branagh was, was was asked to direct Thor. So, um, and you, you know, Marvel is doing these these left of center ideas, like getting John yeah. Favreau to do Iron Man. I think Joe Johnson is about on the as on the nose as possible without going to some of these other directors that are like, uh, what's the name of this guy? He almost it's directed X three. He did Flight of the Phoenix, the the remake with with uh, with uh, Dennis House. Quaid. Yeah. It was him and um, Brett Ratner for X three, and they went with Brett Ratner. But you know th- these guys are really good directors who and I have a feeling make that the money back. I have a feeling with them being with Marvel. Is better than just like you a know, Fox yeah. Like, or a Sony like I'm sure, a... I'm sure Universal has their hand up his ass for uh, Wolfman. Yeah, I mean, Marvel. I think, Marvel that, won't I think that Marvel will work but... more with the director. Like, if you look at the extra features for like Iron Man, you have all the writers from Marvel in a meeting with John Favreau and the producers just discussing Iron Man. Sure, just making sure everyone's on the same page. I think, I think that this Marvel uh, production company is kind of. More really up. cool. Really cool about but making sure everything. Let's good. be very clear, though. They're also cool about making their money back, which is one of the reasons yeah. that Terrence Howard probably didn't come back. Yeah, he was the most expensive cast member in the original Iron yeah. Man, and then when they looked at what his role would be in the second one, they said, "Okay, let's let's make his price a little more appropriate." And they were like, "F you, yeah. <laughs> like we don't want to get paid less money." I, I think there's a good choice, buddy. If you put some dinosaurs in it, Captain America fighting dinosaurs. Who would play him? Like who would, who play, would play him? I mean, you yeah, would almost need Emil Hirsch. Emil Hirsch as Bucky. <gasps> Gilmore as Bucky. I was just looking at Gilmore. 
Gilmore is Bucky. Hey, Cap. But once again, he's also Ant Man, so it won't work. Gilmore is Ant Man, Chaka. What was the one we talked about last week? Um, the a second penguin and was that last two? week when you were the mime? Yeah, no, I've, I've been. God, I wish he was. Did you see that one? He was when he was like, "Oh, look, it's Iron Man." Yeah. And he had like yeah, the yeah. he had like the the V neck, the art yeah. school. If I could get him to play, suit, it was like, two weeks ago. If I could get you to play a mime, I would. <laughs> I you remember what I was wearing? Could you try? Dude, playing because a mime? you popped up, you popped up out of the ground yeah. wearing a V neck, and like, <laughs> could you try playing a mime? Like a little sprite. I'd be a very good mime. I'm actually very good at mime. Yeah, you should try that now. What? You can't keep your fucking mouth shut. If there's a dick in the room. Uh, so listen. Uh, Beyonce, speaking of uh, of uh, casting superheroes, Beyonce wants to be Wonder Woman. We don't want her to be Wonder Woman. Uh, I don't Ma- care. They're, they're, Warner Brothers is talking about McGee. No, I, I care. Yeah. For yeah. Eric's sake, I care. Uh, for Eric, our, our biggest uh, Geekscape Wonder Woman fan, we do care that you get your choice. For Wonder Woman Ralph what the fuck Why don't you care <laughs> I do I do Do you really care About a Wonder Woman I don't care about Wonder Woman no, Do you care If we get like A Catwoman style Like fucking Wonder Woman I, I won't see it Like I didn't I see Catwoman care. <laughs> See I don't care About that character If, if, if okay. they do a good Wonder Woman movie I'll go see it But if it's I mean But if it's mediocre To bad yeah. It's like a Bond movie to I'm me. sick of hearing about it I just wanted someone To give me something What do you think It's going to be like though I mean like Wait, I don't, I, I, about Bond? I, Yeah I said It'd be like a Bond movie To me if it's just mediocre uh, so listen, uh, Mick G, they're talking about Mick G. There's a rumor that he might direct Wonder Woman. Sure, why not? I mean, if Terminator 4 turns out to be okay, which we, it might be. I wrote on the boards. Let's do it. And he knows how to direct women. He did his first yeah. Charlie's, his first Charlie's yeah. Angels movie I like. He knows, how to, he knows how to control females. No, I'm just saying you have a strong female protagonist. He knows how to do it. Have her swing a sword. I mentioned on the boards between uh, we, are, we Are Marshall and Chuck. Like, I'm cool with Mick G. Oh, McGee and I I'm hung fine. out last weekend. Oh, yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. We hung out. It was cool. Oh, he wasn't that cool last night. Oh, we got really drunk. Out. We started hitting on some chicks. It was pretty inappropriate. Awesome. Did he talk to him about Pootie Tang? Is that his opening line, too? <laughs> He's like, hey, McGee, you ever <laughs> see that Pootie Tang? It's a good movie. And some black chicks came up to him and asked him that, actually. So, guys, uh, <laughs> what, some of our, you guys remember the guys in Sweaty Robot? Uh, yes, they were in bed. They were yes. sleeping in bed with you. They were right? in bed with me. They're right, good right, friends yeah, of mine. Yeah, good guys. They made a movie called uh, Happy Birthday, Harris Malden. And it's about a uh, a guy, uh, Nick Gregorio, the Italian stallion. Uh, he plays this guy named Harris Malden, and he he has like a fake mustache. He has a fake mustache the entire time, and they're but he's got like psychological problems. Okay. He doesn't like leaving his his neighborhood. He's got uh, this fake mustache that he has on all the time. And these guys made this movie for like fifty grand, and I got to tell you, having seen it, it looks great. Really? And it's not a badly made movie at all. Uh, the only reason the reason I brought it brought it up is because they're selling it on uh, HappyBirthdayHarrisMalden.com and on um, SweatyRobot.com, and it's got like special features. It's got like a theatrical trailer, a teaser trailer, pre-production journal, a mini documentary on their on their uh, work ethic, or the original short film, and outtakes. Which you know, knowing those dudes, you'd really like them. Um, ladies. <laughs> We need you to take it down a couple notches. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Laura and I are at a relationship point where she says, yeah, whatever, to a request to respect you, the Geekscape That's audience. That's because you didn't propose to her at that Karo's. Coco's. 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 Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no, this was a good little movie. It played a couple festivals, and uh, I liked it. Um, remember when I went to Toronto and I met up with uh, our good buddy Martin Scherer? Yes. There uh, in Toronto. It was like episode 19 of Geekscape. No, was it? I was, I was like, eighteen. 
It might have been 18 or something. No, but I was You 18, were 18. Yeah. yeah. So I'm sitting here. And we went to this documentary film festival. Okay. And for my birthday, Martin sent me a copy of the documentary that we went to see. We went and saw, saw this movie that, that's on DVD. And I got to tell you, this documentary that Martin sent me, first off, thank you, Martin. It's really touching because I wasn't expecting a birthday present from Martin. And I came home the other day. I had locked me and the dogs out walking. I called both of you. Yeah. Told you I was under a bridge by the river, which I was. <laughs> Is but, that what that meant? Yeah. Well, I, I went and walked the dogs, and I came back, <laughs> and the fucking door was locked. And I was like, I had to call Laura to come back from work to let That's me fun. in. Because you might have explained it to Ralph, but all I got was, I'm under a bridge yeah, by I te- the I river. Yeah, I texted. Yeah, I left you a message. I'm under a bridge by the river. Uh, what happened was I locked myself out of the, this I locked myself out of the, out of the house, and Laura said she could come in an hour. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'll be home, but not for another hour. So I took the dogs on a walk, and I walked over by the river and hung out under a bridge, which was a good shade. Yeah. Uh, but one of the things is when it, the mailman came and saw me hanging out outside my house, <laughs> like I had locked myself out, and he brought this package from Martin, and it's the movie that we saw in uh, Toronto together, and it's this documentary that this filmmaker made. Uh, her name is Jennifer Vendetti, and it's called Billy the Kid. And the reason I bring it up on Geekscape is it's about a 15-year-old kid and out of all of the written and documentary stories that I've seen about being in your being in that kind of socially awkward uh, stage at 15, mm-hmm. uh, and experiencing the first girl you have a crush on and want to ask out to be your girlfriend, we've all been there. This movie definitely captures it in the most honest way. Does that make sense? Yeah. Th- this movie is about a kid growing up in Maine, and the kid is just a bit ex- like weird. He's got uh, his father left the family. His mother's struggling to raise him and his sister. And the documentary follows him through school and it follows him hanging out after school by himself. The kid's like kicking a can down. I mean, the kid is a bit eccentric. And do you ever, when you've had your first crush, let's say you had your first crush, wherever that girl was, did you kind of like hang out in that place but you didn't have the balls to talk to her? No, Pootie Tang wasn't that's, out yet, so yeah, Pootie Tang wasn't out yet. So no, they that's didn't have pretty an intro creepy, to actually. No, come on, you, you know what I'm talking about, though, right? Like in Kickass. No, a uh, little, but do you know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking. about. Yeah, there was a girl on, our, on my bus coming home. Uh, must have been middle school, slash high school. Must have been middle school, and I remember she got off the bus uh, a couple of stops before me. I didn't have the balls to talk to her ever. So mm. what I did was. I saw where she got off on the bus I knew she lived in the neighborhood I fucking rode my bike around that part of the neighborhood All the time What the hell was that going to lead to? It's because I mean, you're, you're expecting I, I know what you're saying you're now expecting You're expecting something some, You're expecting like she, she sees you out. You accidentally like You just don't you know You accidentally bump into each other you're like, Maybe I'd skid oh, to a halt And do yeah. some cool flip on my bike <laughs> I don't know what I was going like, to do Oh Jonathan I've been meaning to tell you She didn't what know are you First off she, There's no way she knew my name You look kind of cute um, Are you from my math class? Second off uh, You just uh, <laughs> You never had those moments where Yes completely Yeah 100% This movie The girl that he ends up liking Works at this like pizza restaurant and he just kind of hangs out there and, and like stares at her and drinks like soda and it captures it so well until he finally like asks her out and it's such a, like an invigorating moment you're watching this and you're rooting for this guy uh and they're two kind of social outcasts in mm-hmm. that awkward age i gotta tell you man i didn't know jiminy from the forums when i watched this but now i do and i'm gonna <laughs> rewatch it i hate to tell you jiminy but uh you're gonna be. I'm gonna be thinking Jiminy the whole time. This is a kid. If you don't go to the Geekscape website or the forums, 
he posts his love life in like these frust- frustrated we rants. Into yeah. like a, we should publish a book into a novella. We could, yeah, we could, we could make like a like a young adult love story, one sided love story about this kid who just posts these forum rants on Geekscape. Like that about Judy like, Bloom shit, dear doctor or whatever. Well, hello, dear God, it's me, Margaret. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what, yeah. There's, that's there's what that. I'm getting your period. Is that the one that's all just diary entries? <laughs> I didn't I read it, but uh, it's not a, what you think it is. Why so are you asking just, us if we've read it? Well, I mean, Judy, Judy Bloom was pretty popular. Yeah, with, she was a very pervasive dudes? child. Yeah, 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 yeah it's author. popular. She's a, she's a pretty big young so adult author. you didn't read novel. when you were little. I didn't read. Well, but I then, thought Judy Bloom was the main character in the books. But I'm, I'm recommending this. Like Nancy this. Drew. I'm recommending oh this. Oh, my God. I was uh, a kid, dude. I guess so Ryan... was I? I'm, <laughs> not gonna read, I'm not going to read anything called Judy. Judy Bloom. She was the author. But um, <laughs> Ryan Gosling, I guess, had something to do with. I'm just trying to figure. Ryan Gosling had something to do with this because he's on the audio commentary too. But thank you, Martin. Looking Did forward you hear to watching they this. Want that dude is Hal Jordan. Yeah, whatever. I'm okay with it. You guys, are you okay with uh, Ryan Gosling as Hal Jordan? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm down. With it. The kid, the dude, the dude can act, uh-huh. man. Okay, you have a Green Lantern. Did you see Half that? Nelson? Yeah. How do you feel, sir? You saw Half Nelson? No, I didn't see Half Nelson. Oh, watch Half Nelson. That kid can act. He's fucking Actually, I don't circles around anybody anything. else. Really? Yeah. You didn't watch No Notebook? No. Oh, no. Yeah, uh, it's for no girls, Lars right? And the Real Girls? It's for girls. You don't right? watch Lars no, and the Real No, it says girls in the title. Why would I watch it? Yo, the, <laughs> Lars like and the Real Girls. Lars and the Real Girls, whatever, but The Notebooks. So, what about James Bond gets you? Like, what about those titles? Yeah. You didn't watch this. <laughs> guys, guys let me tell you something. As geeks, a lot of us fall prey to being insecure males. No. This motherfucker no. is so insecure, he won't even watch no. The Notebook or Lars and the Real Girl. He's like, no, no. But James Bond, where he destroys the gay element and beds two girls per movie. I love it. It's so empowering. God, my life is lacking. Master you need race. to fucking... Just, at least I can't. You need... Yeah, that's proof. Uh, you you need <laughs> to go... Ralph, you need to go... My beard. You, you need to go on one of these releases... Uh, or one of these these retreats where you and like a ton all of weekend men, like, watching the Notebook and reading no, 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 Judy no, no. Bloom. No, you need to go on like the other retreat where you and a bunch of like men like run around in the woods like acting like animals and shit like that. Like like this, <laughs> I am for the man. Hear, to hear me roar. Just ends up like really violent kissing. Ten bucks, <laughs> motherfuckers wearing panties under those pants. Uh, <laughs> so listen, uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't even know where. Ten to, bucks. No, no, no. Where what, do you what I go say, from there? Why not Ryan Gosling? He has a Green Lantern tattoo. Yeah, yeah. I know oh, no, I have no idea why. He just looks like he has a baby face. I always pictured Hal Jordan as that classic kind of the um, guy you test be? pilot. Oh, you mean the guy you want to be? Yeah. No, but he Daniel Craig that. as Hal Jordan. They asked Daniel Craig to be Thor. He admitted in an interview. He didn't He's want to be. He didn't want to be Thor. He's a big blonde guy, whatever. No. You need to get some motherfucker off American Gladiators to be Thor. Titan. No, the, the <laughs> dude that they're getting off of Rome is fine. For Thor? Yeah. They haven't cast Thor, buddy. Right, but, but I'm sure they might be talking about the, the, the guy the that dude? has been in talks for the longest, the dude from Rome, like the mm-hmm. badass dude. He he seems cool. He seems fine, dude. I gotta tell you, man, I like this. Uh, the closer we get to this Punisher War Zone, if there really aren't problems with that movie, like behind the scenes, mm-hmm. I am kind of excited about Punisher War Zone. Am I the only one? Because at first, I, when I started hearing that there was a shakeup behind the scenes, whether whether you're excited, know, excited about it or not, you're gonna go see it. So I actually still haven't just... seen the uh, Thomas Jane Punisher. That is a Fucking plague on mankind. Right. That was um, one of the worst I'm things I've ever seen. With it. 
When, when it has that ooh ah, ah, like song in the, oh, yeah. the trailer, let the bodies hit the ball. Let the bodies hit the ball. Yeah. Which is how that's I, like a major I hang up feed, with you too. I feed huh? my dogs songs like that. and trailers. Yeah. I feed yeah. my dogs like that to get them pumped up to eat. I go. <laughs> I go. Do you want to eat? Do you want to eat? Do you want to eat? I do like the like the <laughs> fucking Dow Doctor Claw. I want to. I want to. I want to get some. Do you want to eat? Do you want to eat? I want to get some death metal stuff and yeah. have you doing that behind. It's like. <laughs> Time to eat, time to eat dogs, time to eat. Blah. Give me your souls for some kibble. <laughs> yeah? I'm singing the Do You Want to Eat song for the dog. <laughs> oh, the dogs are getting upset in the other room because they're the dogs do, want, do want to eat. The dogs do want to eat. They are uh, chewing on Laura's flesh. Um, so, listen, we were talking about comic book movies, especially Green Lantern. You wanted to talk about Green Lantern Core. Um, this just, book, which just fucking kicks ass. Both Green Lantern books, if you're not yeah, reading the Green Lantern you books because you're scared of DC. Let me tell you something about DC. You only need to read the Green Lantern books. And and those people who were afraid of like Final Crisis and stuff... Don't even read Final Crisis. The Rage of the Red Lanterns is just a Green Lantern book. It's crazy. It has nothing to do with... And we talked about that last week. I yeah. ended up reading that book. Nothing to do with Final Crisis. No, it's a Green Lantern book. Like, they're, like Secret Origins ended probably a month ago. Secret Origins is... Such a great it, it ended intro like a month ago. To, the, to the Green Lantern book. Then a month later comes his Rage of the Red Lanterns. It should just be a Green Lantern title. There's no reason it but should they're be. Trying to I think they're trying to get the people who are reading Final Crisis to come over to Green Lantern. And, and, and there's a little shout out at the beginning. It tells you which issues of Final Crisis that Rage of the Red Lanterns takes place in the middle but, of. But in all honesty, you don't need it. You can just start reading this stuff. Because Green Lantern, the two books, Green Lantern Corps and the Green Lantern book, yeah. Those things are building to something huge, which is this yeah. war of you've, like you've all seven to... colors of the of the of the lantern spectrum. Yeah. you've talked a lot about the Green Lantern book. Um, I don't know if you've specifically talked about Core, um, well, but to what... set it up, yeah, go ahead, set it up. This what, is, what is Green Lantern. Uh, uh, Green Lantern Corps is essentially Kyle Rayner, um, Guy Gardner, and John Stewart. It's it's almost like the. It's, the, um, it's, it's the like the it's like it's like the difference between like say the Avengers and Captain America like those two books okay like it's everybody else if you had a, if Corps. you had a police precinct which is what the Green Lantern Corps are but for they're the Jedi Knights if you had like the Jedi Knights or a police precinct for the universe and Green Lantern was the book that only focused on like the best cop this no. is the one that focuses on the rest everything that happens cop. in the precinct you know what yeah. I mean. It's not Michael Chiklis from The Shield. It's everybody else from The Shield, and yeah. their stories are almost are pretty much as good. This this book kicks ass. This book is great. Um, there's a storyline going on with uh, this dude. I think his name's Sarek or something. Mm-hmm. He communicates with the dead, right? And he also happens to be a Green Lantern. And as you know, all the Green Lanterns are brought back to Oa when they're when they die, and they're kind of put in this ghost chamber or whatever. And he goes in the mills and talks to these dead lanterns now. With this Blackest Night thing, I keep hearing how like anybody dead in the DC universe can be a Black Lantern. Right, it's and like so, a resurrected so evil lantern. So I have a feeling like this dude's storyline in Core is going to be really pivotal to this summer's huge event, which is Blackest Night. What's cool about it too is that is that because it's kind of like a cop book, yeah, uh, and they treat it like almost like a procedural. In his story, uh, they've, which they've introduced like about two three issues ago. He started to uncover clues from the dead yeah. that are leading to these events as they're coming together. So it's a, it's almost like a murder mystery told after the murder, or mm-hmm. told, told uh, the, where the witnesses are the murder. I'm also getting you know a sense I mean? of like trust issues with him too. 
He's starting like, to not like trust the, uh, the the Blue Lanterns, which are the um, which are the uh, nobody's starting to trust them. Yeah. The uh, what, what are they called? Help me out. I can't. I can't remember. I don't remember what they're. Uh, the motherfuckers who it's run not just Oa. blue. It's just not. Who are the dudes who run Oa? Oh, the Guardians. The Guardians. I thought you were talking about no, the Blue no, Lanterns. No, no, no. Nobody trusts Guardians. No one does. Hey, as uh, as an objective uh, uh, non Green Lantern uh, reader, yeah, non Green Lantern reader here. So what's the difference between all these colors? Like you said, there's like I'll tell you. Four was like Green... the police precinct <clears throat> saying in that metaphor. What okay. are the colors? The colors uh, you have Sinestro. Well, first of all, to be a Green Lantern, you have to know no fear. Right. You should be without fear. Here comes Sinestro, who forms the Yellow Lanterns, which is all about fear. Get it? Yellow. Yellow coward. It's pretty fear. easy. So anyway. Keep in um, mind, like, like that Hal Jordan was perverted by fear, you know, and that that's what, when he became. What fucking essentially badass. is happening is like uh, the Planeteers from Captain Planet. <laughs> you have you have you know Star Sapphire, Carol Ferris, I think, yeah. becomes Star Sapphire, um, which is uh, what, a fuchsia lantern. She's she's like it's purpley. Like a, yeah, it's like a pinkish purple. It says, right and there. they're all about. Yeah, the star sins of the star. They're like a, they're like a fuchsia lantern, and their whole motivation is love as opposed to fear. Or Green Lanterns are what would you say life? Confidence. Because green is life, whatever. Um, then you have uh, the Red Lanterns, which their whole rage. which their whole focus is rage. They just puke blood on you, with like William so, said last week, William uh, Babiani, and then Hababi. Also <laughs> the the uh, and then in uh, Sinestro or in Rage of the Red Lanterns, you come across the Blue Lanterns, which are they're sad. No, I don't know. Oh, the blue wow. I was gonna what say, really? <laughs> no, it's I don't know. It's just a bunch of lanterns with like like flat iron hair across their face, like with like guy liner. At the end of the Sinestro Core War, when the Guardians are talking about these different colors, mm-hmm. uh, you do get kind of a breakdown on one of them. And yeah. and what's cool is in the Green Lantern book, uh, Rage of the Red Lanterns, they find the husk. Of the anti-monitor Yes And they find like his Like his helmet Floating in space And they're like Holy shit He's out there somewhere We mm-hmm. have to find his body And if he comes back As a Black Lantern A lot of motherfuckers Are fucked He's a badass I'm excited to see Who they make Black Lanterns Because they're saying Anyone in the DC Universe That's really like Jason, Like Jason Todd Could be a Black Lantern But he came back Oh did he come back? Yeah I don't know if I read It's so stupid um, but but if it was um, Marvel though. We could have Gwen Stacy as a Black Lantern. But didn't didn't or at the Aunt beginning May. didn't at Aunt the beginning? May, yeah, I wish they could kill Aunt May. At the beginning of Final Crisis, didn't they kill off uh, Martian Manhunter? They did. So Ooh. that might be something that I just thought about that this week. They did it, kill Martian Manhunter. There may be a reason for that. I gotta tell you, uh, I'm I'm pretty excited about these. The the coolest thing about. Uh, Remember we were talking about last week when the Yellow Lantern started, you know, whenever a Green Lantern is killed, his ring flies off looking for the next suitable host. Uh, And when that Yellow Lantern of Earth was killed, it it went to... Well, first it stopped at Bruce Wayne and said, you inflict fear on people. You want to join up? And Bruce Wayne said, get the fuck away from me. How do you know my name? Batman was like, how do you know my name? He was like, Bruce Wayne of Earth. You are selected as to join the Yellow Lantern Corps, and he's like, "Get the fuck away from me!" The Sinestro Corps. I'm court. a big, I'm a big fan of the, uh, the Batman uh, Hal Jordan dynamic. They're always at each other's throat because yeah. he, you know, Batman is the man who instills fear, and he, he goes anybody. up against the man with no fear. Uh, they're always at each other's kind of Daredevil. I'm kidding. Um, the, or yeah, you know, it, it, Batman has always had a, a kind of, Batman fear. has always had a, 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 a like a, an interesting relationship with the Green Lanterns because. In in the old uh, you know justice you know justice league book, he 
punched Guy Gardner. It's like the, one of the most famous scenes is him pu- telling Guy Gardner to just shut the fuck up and punching him in the face. You know, uh, but yeah, I think the writing in this book is really good. Uh, and I don't even uh, these guys. Jeff Johns doesn't have any writing core, but he's been writing it, and Gleason has been doing artwork for you know a what? long I, time. I think that I think that what Jeff Johns has done is like really just like captured everyone's imagination to write these awesome stories. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it isn't it amazing. Like after how many years of Green Lantern, he's been around since like in somewhere or another since 1938. That yeah. this is the first time we've we're getting like. Yellow Lanterns or an ar- like an army to go against the core, like it's awesome. I, I I think it's great. And if you're not reading it, read it. And I would even just say, you know what, uh, Secret Origins, Green Lantern Secret Origins is a really is good coming out. On point. It's coming out on a hardcover like in the next right. month. Um, if you start there, you're going to be totally fine. You know what I read this past week that came out the week prior was the the last the sword. Oh my god! Oh, I wanted to talk about, about the sword. The coolest thing about the sword, and you guys know that we've like loved Ultra, we loved Girls, the two Luna brothers who do the sword is awesome. Uh, people always ask like, when's the good time to jump on? You keep talking about this book. You Get guys, the trade. If you guys want a trade that kicks ass? The trade for the first uh, six or seven issues of the sword has come out, and this, I mean, that the the cliffhanger at the end of the first book was incredible. The book continues to be solid, dude. The the trade is out. Was it? Is it? There was it like was, a. There was the like sword a. Sword is awesome. I think they're in its fourth book. What do you mean? On this continuous fight with this water elemental guy. It ended. It ended a week ago. The last. That's right. It didn't. The fight. The fight is over. But we will the not fight tell with, you what happened. Was happens. it four or five monthly issues with all this one fight? It was just this one fight. It was just fine. They tear the shit out of this coastal town. And then, you know, he's any in book, control of water. Any book, so when you open up the, the first page and you see your hero laying on the sand with both of her legs cut off, yeah. dude, that's awesome. It's like, okay, how's but her hero going to When her legs start healing over before oh, yeah, they she's able stumps. to attach them. They had turned into stumps before she could reattach them, so she, she had to rip the stumps fresh open again to put her legs back. Oh, because <laughs> the sword heals. The sword heals, but so her legs were too it, far away. Her legs, legs were too far away. She's not the T-1000 where the legs are going to like right. walk over to oh, her that's stumps. Really, that's so you sick. stopped reading that book? Yeah, I stopped reading comic books for like two months. I can't afford yeah. anything right now. I'm so behind. Comic is kind of the sword. Well, the comic books, comic books actually called them and said they wanted it back. They said they missed you. <laughs> Dude, so, I miss them so. It what, is, what do you want me to tell them? It, it's missing me so. They're much. calling me, so like, what do you want me to tell comics? I don't know. Tell them to give me some money or be cheaper okay. instead of going up in price. Like yeah, they say they're going to. Yeah. Dude, um, let him borrow a sword at least. Yeah, I'm, I'm organizing my comics. I'll let you read them. But he treats his comic books so fucking badly. You're, you're the, freaking me out with rolling your comic. Can you put that back in the bag and board, please? Why even own a bag and board? Never, this is never going to be worth anything. Up. But I'm not going to like rip it up. It's Dude. not about the monetary value. It's about this. You're freaking me out. Okay? No, right, you're a collector. Whatever kid, but you, know what whatever you, do? Put kid him in the you might have won't be worth anything either, but you're not going to go you start You should take, take him into the bathroom, wash his hands for him, put on gloves. That's sit horrible, him John. Get accurate. Um. Sit, sit him in the corner and watch him read the books. <laughs> or or have, have that slumber party and read to him. Oh, I can read to you. There are some pictures, Gilmore. Tell me another story, Papa. <laughs> If you were Fuck ever you, my human. kid, you would be the l- latest term abortion possible. I would hold you underwater. I'd be like, let's take a bath. Glub, 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 glub. Um, I'm going to do what you did, what I did to your family. Start a lobby <laughs> to like legalize postnatal abortions. Oh, yeah. So listen, guys, uh, next week, you guys are going to have the, that new episode. What you'll also have if you're an Xbox user um, is the new Xbox experience. This is uh, what you just found out about three days ago. You, have you read up what about this? this new Xbox experience? 
It, 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 well, the, the, you know the Xbox menus when you sign on to the Xbox no. Live? They're redoing the menus. You're going to have avatars that a lot of people are saying are like the Miis. Mm -hmm. That all is free, and it comes out on the 19th of November. So it's going to be a really fat black It's coming dude. up pretty soon. And, uh, and we'll, we'll talk about it next week. The two big games that came out this week are, uh, are Call of Duty 4 or 5, World at War. That came out. Mm -hmm. And then we got this, uh, this running game. What was it called? Uh, Mirror's Edge. Who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? Thank you. Are you with me on that? Um, well, only because it's I pretty, only only because I played the demo and I was like, whatever. Ditto. I, I, Did you play the demo for this? Well, what, 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 it reminded me of Stranglehold, a, a game that's a lot of style and a lot of flash that you, 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 you will you will want to buy. Yeah. You'll want to buy used. So we Did won't you, talk about it. Could you do the roll? Yeah, fine. You just have to press a button. You couldn't do the roll. Yeah, I had trouble with the roll. So did Ben. Do the, a lot of people are there are the some roll. problems with that. There are a lot of problems with that uh, with that control scheme, and, and uh, whatever. It's not worth getting frustrated for a full game. You've been playing some PS3. Yes. You, did you get into this beta test of Home? What is it like? Of what? Um, it's home called is Home. Like, home is like their new okay, like operating system. Like you know how we have Xbox Live experience. This home imagine is yeah, imagine if you were to create your me, but it's more like realistic, kind of like a Tony, life. like a Tony Hawkins. Is it like second? Yeah, life? it's kind of like that. I would consider call it more like Sims, but there's no objectives. Okay, um, so you, you made start one of out, yourself. You start on, yeah, I made one of myself. It kind of looks shady. I don't think the beta is full <laughs> capabilities. Hey, you got only, a trench coat. Hey, get over here. It only it only hangs has out in alleys. You kids feel soft. Mustaches, no no beards, only mustaches. <laughs> oh, okay. It's very strange. Um, but you start off in a house. It's empty. There's no furniture. It's a seaside house. You go out of the house. It's a large kind of like, I don't want to say marketplace because you're not buying anything, but it's a huge kind of like. It's the biggest yard. It's like the city walk. It's like city. It looks like city walk. Um, Universal City Walk or any kind of outdoor shopping new center. Shopping center. Um, and there's just people walking around. And you, you know can, the other users? The other users, and you can go and talk to them and stuff. Yes, Brian, what's up? Um, I, no, I'm I'm I'll answer. In this, uh, do you have to walk somewhere to get to like your games, or to get to like a downloading, or to get to movies? You can bring up a like menu, can't you? Please tell me. Yeah, you can bring up a menu. Okay, okay. but you can okay. but you can walk into the mall and purchase stuff for your house or new clothing, whatever. Is yeah. it real money, well, or is it? Uh, right now, everything's free. But there's, I think you may earn, I don't know how it works. You may earn stuff with like yeah. achievement points. But then you can go, there's like a theater, like a full on theater. You can go and sit your little guy down, they have a screen, and it'll, it says like, now playing SOCOM. So you can watch the trailer for a new SOCOM game. Okay, so you can um, watch different multimedia. There's a game room, you can go in, you can bowl against other people, you can play pool, that's free. There's some arcade games that you can play that have like Chop Lifter and stuff. It's kind of, I don't really know the purpose of it. But you, do you um, meet it's like hanging people? out with your friends, but do you, you meet don't other have people to. with it? Yeah, you can. Do you will one but day? You have, but you right, will have you an illicit affair. It would be easy. To Could have, I go up to a female me and like have my thing on and go? Have you seen Pootie Tang? Yeah. And then go to you take can, her into a room where you Pootie can Tang make, is playing. You can make yes. your avatar Pootie Tang. Ooh. Yeah. It's like John. Think about it. You make my life easier. Uh, what I what I like to do is because people are walking around, you see people kind of interacting, kind of getting a feel a for it. I whip you, bitch! I put a ten gil more. I whip your ass. That's <laughs> like an impression that's nothing. Like I've never the seen film. the movie. Nothing oh, the, like it's the a film. film now? No, it's not a film. It's, it's a, a movie. Film. It's a film. It's a film oh, by Louis C.K. <laughs> Cinema. Um, but yeah, it's like it's just a place to hang out. It's not terribly. So you know, you're not spending a whole lot of time doing it. Uh, I am, but I don't know why. Hmm. Just walking around. I would walk like I would walk up to you. Like you're just a user wandering around. Like Where? I'm on this beta. What the hell is this? I walk up to you, and then start doing the flamenco dance. 
Get the just fuck to annoy man. you. I would punch you in the face. You, you can't punch. That. That's what's oh, great. Dude, if you, you can't do the robot start fighting. The thing is, uh, did you hear about you this? You can't jump. Did you hear about this couple? I read online this couple <laughs> divorced over Second Life. Like they they're married in person, then they're married in Second Life, but the guy ended up cheating on her in Second Life with another avatar from somebody else. Okay, like banged her just uh-huh. in Second Life. He banged her in Second Life, or he yeah, and then they got divorced. Then... then they got divorced, and no, no, he, there was, was no in there was no life. physical banging, no real involved. banging. No. Okay, it was wow. a Second Life bang, and. A, then it turned into a second life divorce, but she couldn't live with it. She ultimately divorced him in real life, due to in her, first uh, life. In first life, wow. She divorced him because he cheated on her in second life. You know what? It, the emotional sometimes hurts more than the physical. I'm gonna stop doing the robot in people's faces. You may want to ask <laughs> Dee how she. You may want to ask your your wife how she feels about you going out to people and doing flamenco dances. She was she was watching me and she said the flamenco Ooh, was her favorite. That's kinky, kinky, kinky yeah. shit right here. <laughs> I want to see you dance. Take, uh, well, mostly I because I was dancing with dudes. <laughs> the majority of the people were dudes though. Oh, that is wow, what that, she likes. That is some freaky. That ass. is what she likes. I gave I like, give my meat, guy like part of a beef train. I have like a huge dumpy ass. Like everybody's characters are all like fit and like awesome and they have like shades and stuff. I'm like. Pretty much my ass is like huge, <laughs> fucking ass with big gut. Yeah, that's almost it's worth it to get there. home. I want to do home. I want to get home just so I can see you do that. <laughs> you look amazing. Now, now listen, uh, Ralph <laughs> Oppel, you are a miracle of life. Uh, can we ask you about Resistance Two? Because you've been playing Resistance Two. That's you've been playing the, the sequel to Resistance. Yes, which was Resistance one of the Two. Titles. Um, now you've got Resistance Two. Main gripe out of the way. I'm sick and tired of these campaigns that are ten hours. Okay. Too short or too long? Too short. Way too short. Because uh, I just beat Gears 2 last night. Too short. I played Gears 2 last night with Brent Moore, our good buddy. Would it come out, like, say. come out like a week it ago? It was so short, and I got to tell you, the ending, the boss battle, guess, guess how you beat the boss at the Spoiler end? Spoiler alert. You hold down a button and keep it held down until he's dead. Yeah. It is the, it, like, maybe you aim to hit him. It was the, I didn't even know the game was over. I was like, that was it? Now your guys are all happy and the See they rely over. They rely way too much On online play The Like the campaign Is Like not weak, even memorable I shit. think if you have Like a really good campaign That's memorable That's what people remember When the sequel comes out Like that's what you need Resistance 2's Boss battles Are freaking epic They are Yeah oh, But dude. easy uh, I'm easy? not gonna say easy I'm gonna say fun You know how like In Twilight Princess Yeah the, Like they're, they're, they're not They're not like They're not hard you like once you figure it out, yeah. it turns fun. Yeah. Like a fight with Ganon, the bo- is always fun. You know what I really liked the dragon in in Twilight Princess. There was a dragon and you um, chased him around this column up a fucking yeah. tower. That shit was. And amazing. then you used your your claw to. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what it's like. I'm, f- you know, you're fighting a Godzilla-sized monster in 1950s Chicago. He picks you up, and he's about to eat you. You need to shoot your rocket launcher right at the right point. And he'll like th- he throws you, Ooh. probably two city blocks through panes of glass uh-huh. over through a catwalk and then into a building. That's and then you cool. have to get up, go upstairs, fight guys, get out on the rooftop, and then he starts coming after you under that catwalk. So you blow the catwalk out from under it and crush him. And, crush him. And, and you're doing that while fighting other bad guys and stuff like that. Yeah, but it's never to the point where it's like over, um, yeah. uh, uh, Force Unleashed. Where like I'm just trying to pull down this stupid uh, Star Destroyer But these stupid TIE Fighters are getting in the way No, okay. it's totally set up to where it's fun That's cool um, it, it, It's it, a great you game You played the it's first Resistance, right? Yeah. 
How way better it, than the first. It's way better than the first, but the first was a good game. The 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 thing about the first game is that it was set up like a World War II shooter, mm. and it takes place in Europe, and everything just looks like the same burnt out cottage and the same burnt out rubble. That's what this, Europe looks like now. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, what fun is that? This one takes place in 1950s America. So you're in Chicago, and you have like um, like the old movie house, uh-huh. um, kind of like the you know the Chinese theater, something yeah. something to that effect in Chicago. Yeah. You go inside through the back and the projector's going and you hear like the music coming out that was playing from whatever movie. It sounded like Bernard Herrmann, like uh-huh. music. And all of a sudden down the aisles and over the seats comes like a flood of these uh, monsters. These monsters. And they're just running in. You're just... That's and cool. it never gets to the point where it's like Halo where you know the flood. Yeah. It just gets too much. It never is too much. You, even if they keep coming at you and you have to get out of bullets, you just start knifing them. That's it's, cool. Dude, it's really fun. It's it's really fun. Just a little too short. Okay. Well, the first the first boss fun but short. The first boss. As soon as you get dropped into the game, when after it gets through the story stuff, and you finally see a reticle, it's pointed directly at a three-story robot. Oh, that's awesome! And that whole your 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 introduction into the game is the tutorial is hide behind this as this monster's firing rockets at you or this this robot. It's it's a good game. Interactive tutorials are always the best. Though. Yeah, yeah. Something some shit's actually going down. It's just like and something cool bring, too. Yeah, it's like let's bring you into a room that doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. No bot, no I boss like is smaller than a uh, uh, a whale, like a killer whale. Every boss is like three you fi- killer whales. Do you fight big. a killer whale? I wish. Okay, maybe the next okay. one. That's good. That's good. World Wildlife Foundation likes to hear that. Um, they are endangered species, and you want to kill them. So listen, guys, uh, we've talked movies, we've talked comic books, we've talked video games, we've talked to our buddy Rolf Oppel, who, uh, you know, had a lot of good stuff to talk about. How do you feel? Because you've been very hard on your past two uh, episodes of Geekscape, in which you were the co-host. How do you think that this stacked up against those other ones where you um, felt maybe you weren't as knowledgeable? Uh, I, I remember my first episode, episode 18. Like it was um, yesterday? Almost. Yeah, I was at the other place. Um... And I remember right after that episode, because of the Geekscape was still pretty fairly nascent. New, yeah, um, Gilmore told me, "Oh, it was the best episode yet. It was the best episode you yet." Told, so you I said that the fucker. It was a good episode. Why? I watched it. Oh, oh watched yeah, it, it was, was good. A good it was at the time. Um, but but my shoot 'em up episode was. Think about I was that in movie such a funk. Yeah. We were in such that a bad mood. Oh, that movie fucked us up. You were. Fine. Do you, I, I wrote this on the thing. Do you remember? Do you probably hurt? Why don't you join you, Ben Dunn's camp of loving shoot 'em up? Have you seen shoot 'em up? Oh, no, I said the episode was fine. Kill oh, did you see shoot oh, the episode. Up? No. That movie fucks. Do you know what? Do you know what shoot 'em up did to us? I don't know if you remember this. We saw shoot 'em up. My sister had given me a bag of banana peanut butter Reese's peanut butter cups, and we ate them, and we're like, "Oh, these are fucking sick." After the movie, we couldn't stop eating them. What is it? Because the movie was so bad, the we're movie, like anything the, is better. The movie than augments up. whatever taste in your mouth you have and makes it closer to the spectrum of one. It's like die. the Dolph Lundgren oh. effect. If the spectrum of what you are experiencing in life is absolute joy and wanting to die, shoot 'em up pushes you back towards the I want to die. No matter what you're experiencing, it, it, I think what it was was these things are so nasty, but it reminded me of a time before shoot 'em up. <laughs> Sat in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> and so your the life, whole episode, your, I was in, in a life, funk. In your life, there's two periods of time: pre-shoot 'em up and post-shoot 'em up. Post-shoot 'em up is never gonna equal pre-shoot 'em up. <laughs> never. God, that movie sucked. And I'm sorry, you goth bastards who like it. You emo. I want to fucking 
watch what's it called uh, you don't even know who you're attacking right yeah now. I'm, I'm attacking <laughs> all the assholes who like that movie what was the fucking boondog saints loving assholes oh my god <laughs> by the way check out um, bullshit Ivan's list have you seen Ivan's list for this week every Monday we Is publish it, uh, we, our, our buddy Ivan, Ivan Kander Imagineer99 he um he publishes a list on the front page of Geekscape every Monday. He just a bunch of random top five lists, like top five movies that'll get you laid, top five movies you shouldn't see with your parents, yeah. Yeah. all that shit. This week, um, as of the airing of this episode, we have top five movies that douchebags love, <laughs> and the list. I, I love, disagreed I with a lot Ivan. of Ivan's lists. I've uh-huh. disagreed with like two of them. This list is spot. I need to read on. it right now. And, and I need to read it right is now. On there? It's gonna oh, be I mean, don't, don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. So it's all. Oh. Uh, it's up with this episode. Damn. Oh. Go on Geekscape.net and check that out. Gilmore, that is uh, awesome. Ivan Kander, I love you. Can't wait to be your uh, brother-in-law. So um, I got to tell you guys, Gilmore threw the plug out. Uh, I cannot tell you. Go to Geekscape.net. I can't tell you to get there fast enough. Geekscape.net's got articles like that. It's got forums. You can hang out with your buddies. You can go check out the store and buy a T-shirt. From Geekscape, it won't be this T-shirt, but we have them in green and black. This one's red; it's a one of a kind. For now, maybe we'll make more. But uh, go check that out. Also, we are on MySpace, MySpace.com/slash/GeekscapeNet. We have Facebook, so search for Geekscape on Facebook. Join us up, hit us up, become our friends. And uh, yeah, next week we got another uh, we got another guest. Don't know who it is, but uh, it's probably the picnic next week, right? No, it's not the fucking oh, picnic. Picnic's coming in March, all right? Oh, yeah, I gotta shoot yeah. like I gotta shoot like two weeks of ninjas before we get ourselves a uh, picnic. Um, so listen, we got Gatescape next week. Hang tight. <laughs> Go check out the forums. Hang out with us until then. All right. Thank you for watching the show, Ralph. Thank you for coming on the show. Sing I'm afraid to wave. No, you can wave. No, I'm afraid. Gilmore always mentions everybody it. Everybody says, "Yeah, it's okay." <laughs> Does anybody wave like that? Can, can you can you uh, can you get us out of this with can the you say, uh, flamenco dance? Can you say "tata"? I I can't. You look like an end boss from like a Nintendo game. This is the best. He looks like a like he looks like an end boss from a Nintendo game. You can't have him. You want him, but you can't. You want this, but you can't have it. <laughs> this, this is the is other like, dance. You're, you're so close, but you cannot. It's no. so good. Uh, now let's see a river dance. I'm not gonna river okay. dance. Okay, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you for being with us.